Hi friends, my name is Morgan and this is We Round Up to 30. Hi Morgan. Hi friends and welcome back to We Round Up to In this episode, we are joined by my best friend, Miss Natalie. Natalie, say hi to the friends. Hi, everybody. Uh, about Women's History Month um, and topics such as what is feminism, important mem- moments in women's history, and when we both admire. The official of feminism, according to Encyclopedia Britannica, is in economic quality of the sexes. What feminism to me is the focus and intention to create equity, all regardless of, so that means creating accommodations. That way everyone has this opportunity. We give everyone a step the same height. So we can't be over that fence. So rather than equality, we are given the correct what about you, Natalie? Um, Morgan, I think you pretty much summed it up on how I was feeling. I think one more important thing when we talk about feminism is understanding that it's not perfect or it hasn't been perfect in the past and that if we really want to talk about equity and talk about feminism in that light that it has to be um, more included in intersectionality so talking about feminism for all including those who may be transgender or mm-hmm. black women or women who have been oppressed uh, because of other groups. So intersectionality is really important when we talk about feminism as well. Um, I have a coworker who said before, like building for one group, everyone benefits. So by on these subsections within women as a whole, uh, it doesn't take, it's not like pop. Right. Slice, it doesn't mean I get less by giving everyone opportunities to settle and just come to the table a lot of times. Um, it makes everyone better by creating for, let's say, Latinx people or Black people. It doesn't take anything away from me as a white woman. Honestly, a lot of times I can still benefit from the same resources made available. Right. And a lot of the rights that we have been fought for by trans women, women of color, like they have done a lot of the dirty work and the hard work. A lot of times the ones we remember, the ones who have been highlighted, which tend to be historically white women. It was what was more socially acceptable in the past to be kind of put in front. So that's what we think of a lot of times, but that's not always the case. And it definitely shouldn't be what we focus on and I feel like that's getting better right um with some of the kind of media what has been in the past I think it's important to kind of recognize about this topic absolutely 
So some important moments in history that I, um, when kind of planning for today, kind of picked out, which there, there are a lot, and you can go down several different rabbit holes. What about it legislation that was passed, important figures, important um, role models and things like that. So I think a few. Um, so one, 1963, Equal Pay Act passes. Now, do I think on June 10th, <laughs> no, no, it just made it illegal to have policies in place pay inequities where just based on your gender, you were on a lower pay scale. Does that still happen? Yes, I could have talked about it on a previous episode, but it was an important <laughs> step to kind of start the process women weren't essentially shut out of the conversation and shut out of the opportunity to hold certain positions and make certain pay just based on their gender alone. Um, is 23rd, 1972, Title IX of the Education Amendments was signed into law by Richard Nixon, not our favorite president, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> it's super important, uh, super um milestone for women to have the opportunity to have sports um they'll have a long and just look what women athletes get as men um there's definitely still some but it allowed to have a place to kind of pursue those opportunities while in school much like our male counterparts were doing mm-hmm. now <laughs> There are people who like to throw that act around now as a way of restricting other people from using the um, freedoms that we fought so as gender women that I think is an important conversation to have because Natalie said, gender is not a binary topic. It is foolish for us to think of it in such things like Title IX to try and limit people, we're honestly us back. Again, it's not pie <laughs> if we let other people have rights and things like that as well. And my third one, not so distant ago, uh, January 20th, 2021, Kamala Harris became the first woman and first woman of color to hold the office of vice president for the United States. I cried during her um, no. inauguration just because it was such a milestone, and I just knew that little girl would have somebody to look up to, and it wouldn't be such a far-fetched little kid dream to say, I'm going to be president one day for these little girls because we have someone that looks like them and is doing the job. is huge um, for things like that. What about you? So I think um, one of the big moments for me, and this is kind of mixing with, you know, one of the women I really admire mm. is it during the 1972 election for president, uh, Shirley Chisholm was the first black woman to run. Um, and she, she was a member of Congress um, after that and, and continued to fight for, uh, rights and for people and her constituents but I think it was such a big moment that 
for one, I mean, you and I really weren't even thought of or alive at that point, <laughs> but it was such a big moment to see, you have to think about it, not 10 years prior, we were in the midst of um, civil rights, mm-hmm. the Equal Pay Act was still, you know, being talked about and considered, and again, 1972, a Black woman is running for president, so I think it just showed that, um you know, we make changes and especially in feminism, we fight for those changes. And as soon as those changes happen, those opportunities, we don't waste any time to put our foot forward and keep fighting and keep going. Um, So that's a big moment for me and, and a real turning point in, in thinking about feminism and the intersectionality of feminism um, and big moments. I love it. Um, So uh, next we're going to talk about, um, kind of some women we admire. So Natalie, I will let you kick it off since you were just kind of talking about what. Um, Yes. Thanks, Morgan. So, I mean, I just talked about Shirley Chisholm. She was amazing. Uh, She ended up getting the Presidential Medal of Freedom. And she always talked about, you know, women and girls and putting up that fight and of making waves and of making noise and the importance of that. And as a person who I think not purposefully taught to Mm -hmm. not make a lot of noise or to be kind and be good always. Mm -hmm. Um, I think she's someone I aspire to be because I, I am in a way, I feel like sometimes I stay in that box that has been perpetuated Mm -hmm. um, for a long time, whether we call it from the patriarchy or wherever we're going to call it from. Um, And I don't think it was, I was purposely raised to be that way, but it just, Mm -hmm. that's, I mean, it's just how it happened. Yeah. Um, So she's a big inspiration. I think another one in uh, just in the realm of where I work and what I do, it's not surprising that a lot of mine tend to be big political leaders or just Mm -hmm. women in politics, but um, Malala Yousafzai is one um, woman who is younger than me and mm-hmm. yet brave enough to stand up to um, the Taliban and say that girls deserve education and that communities thrive when girls are educated. Yeah. Um, and, you know, education is important for me. I know I'll always be a lifelong learner. So to have the strength and the courage and the fight to put your life on the line for something as important as women's education is just awe-inspiring. Yeah. And then I think the third person that I really thought of was Hedy Lamar. Mm. And she's a bit of an interesting one because, you know, she's this actress, this Austrian actress in the thirties and forties. She flees to the U S um, she again is self-taught avid avid learner she's one of the biggest hollywood stars um in the 30s and 40s and early 50s but she creates she co-creates this technology that the u.s navy ends up using in the 1960s she basically helps create sonar um and uh like frequency hopping that yeah. they use for, I mean, the Navy was using the 1960s and she patented it, um, worked on it, had the best people come in. Unfortunately, 
the patent expired and then the Navy used it. So she didn't receive any of those fundings. And I know she had some harder years mm-hmm. um, later in life, but it's, it's just one of those amazing things that like, you know, people saw her for her beauty and for her acting, which is incredible and important, but she still kept going. She still kept learning. And a big part of our Bluetooth and GPS that we use today is in thanks to her. Yeah, I, I, I love Hedy Lamar. Um, in undergrad, uh, we had to do a project that was, um, it was for my ethics in computer science uh, degree. We were able to pick any topic that kind of related to ethics. So I picked women in computer science and the um, importance of encouraging girls to go into STEM and more importantly into coding. Um, yep. And as part of it, I highlighted different women and Hedy Lamar was one that I um, kind of focused on. And I had a professor who he was the biggest fangirl for Hedy Lamar. And he literally wooed in my presentation, Aww. but I just love that, that she the dichotomy that women can hold a lot of the times, like you said, um, we, we kind of fall into boxes. Yep. Of her name has been tied to the, this one pretty box we can put a woman in, especially for her time period. She was this beautiful, talented actress. And mm-hmm. it's almost like her, her intellectual um, prowess and things like that. It's almost a footnote. It's, it's gotten better and more well-known in more recent years, but it's definitely um, not the first thing that kind of pops up uh, right. when you look at her. Literally, when you pop it up, you have to go down into what did she invent to even see that she invented something? Her little Wikipedia blurb just talks about how she's one of the greatest, greatest movie actresses of all yep. time. So I, I think the perfect representation of a lot of times what happens to women um, is if there's an easy bow to us, a lot of times that's um, kind of getting known for and things like that. But I, I love that you picked Teddy Lamar. We did not talk about our yes. people. No. And this she, today, so I love that. <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie to you, Morgan. I really, I mean, um, I grew up on older movies. So like I knew mm. who Eddie Lamar was, but I really didn't know her past, especially yeah. in inventions until I watched, have you ever seen the TV show Timeless? Yeah. They highlighted her. Yes. So there's, it was NBC show ran for two seasons. Um, but there was an episode of called Hollywood land and she helped the team out. And like, that's when you get to really know her. And then the person that she had done this with was a composer and they were getting, you know, advice from people at the university. It was just, it was inspiring to see just how creative thinking she was, um, who she brought into her inner circle and then thinking, okay, I know we have something, we've got to patent it, we've got to get it going. Mm-hmm. And then even in her acting career too, like she she pushed the boundaries. And I know mm-hmm. like one of her early films that she did in Austria kind of was a little risque for the US. Mm-hmm. Um, and she just wouldn't take on roles that she didn't want to do. She was like, I'm not going to do 8,000 movies I'm going to do what I want to do what I like and everyone else can just follow along and I really am inspired by that I love that I love that um a quick google as you're talking about like oh yeah 
remember her. She's she's like every time she comes up, I'm immediately I love her. But I have to do like <laughs> seconds because I'm like, she made GPS. What did she make? Um, but yep. uh, it it says here that she was inducted into the National Inventors Hall of Fame for the development of the frequency technology in 2014. So she did eventually posthumously get a little bit of her, but I love that. Um, So the three I picked, um, my girl RBG, we love the notorious RBG. Um, For (laughs) those who may not know her, um, uh, she was a women's rights activist, the second female justice uh, sworn into the U.S. Supreme Court a pioneer of gender equality and was a co-founder of the Women's Rights Project for which impacted women of color and immigrant women who have been subjected to gender bias and who face pervasive barriers to equality. Um, and a quote um, that the is, fight for the things that you care about, but do it in a way that will lead others to join you. And I love that because there's a way of trying to get people to agree with you versus to just fight for what you believe in. And when you do it from a that is inspiring and has the, the vulnerability and the honesty and the openness with it, people tend to follow those people. They, they, they ascribe to what you're talking about and they will, they will follow you without saying, I'm the leader, follow me. Um, so I love that. Another one, uh, this glorious Dynam. Um, she is ascribed as one of the most passionate leaders of the women's liberation movement. She is still to this, uh, traveling the country, leading marches and speaking to the masses about the importance of gender equality. She was awarded the presidential medal of freedom from president Obama and a quote attributed to her is without leaps of imagination or dreaming. We lose the excitement of possibilities. Dreaming after all is a form of planning. And I love that because a lot of times, we're told, oh, get your head out of the clouds, be practical. And while that has some merit to it in a place, I feel like without an amount of passion or imagination or dreaming, a lot of the times we won't get as far. If no one had had an idea or a thought, we wouldn't have half of the inventions today that make life comfortable, but we also wouldn't be as far with the way we things and things like that so don't stop dreaming just add a little reality to it as well and then my last one a little bit like Natalie's um is someone that you wouldn't necessarily kind of think of as an all-time top leader because of their um celebrity persona only Miss Dolly Parton um she is actually known as one of the most notable charity uh, celebrity philanthropists of our time she mm-hmm. created library with children free appropriate books from birth to age five um and she has donated at this point nearly two million books started this program back in 1995 um most who know a little bit about her she did not grow up in the most affluent family and education and reading was a huge part of hers. And she wanted to ensure every student, regardless of their family's um, money or fall in love with reading. So I love that not only this program has started, 
it still exists today. And if you've heard about her charity very recently, you've probably heard it because she donated a million dollars towards COVID-19 Moderna vaccine research. And a quote for her is, you'll never do a whole lot unless you're able to try. And I love that um, because <laughs> like we can have all the ideas we want, but if you don't have the courage and in it, you'll never start, you'll never try. And so I love, I love that quote as well, because it's definitely like, of yes, you have these ideas, but it does take a leap of faith. It does take a bit of bravery to just try. And you may fail. You're probably going to fail a lot, but you at least are a winner because you had the bravery in the first place. And so I love that. Morgan, I, I think I, again, we didn't talk about this before. Yeah. <laughs> and I love it, but I like, I have a gift for you and one of them is Dolly Parton themed. So oh, I, I love, love that we're on the same page. And I think <laughs> what's important is like, even with your picks and my picks. So again, uh, you know, women who are very prominent in mm-hmm. um, maybe when we're talking about feminism and um, equity and equality mm-hmm. that come up. And then some of those like, well, random. I, I wouldn't yeah. say random women, but some of those. I, I think it's important to talk about when we when we think about feminism and when we think about fighting for equality. Mm. Um, it's not just on the politics side of things. I mean, that's where we hear it a lot. Yeah, that's where we see it. But really, fighting in those niche areas. So, like with Dolly Parton, and even with Malala, it's mm-hmm. you know equity and equality in education, yeah. or with um you know one of one of the um secretary fudge for the department of housing and urban development really Mm -hmm. fighting for equity and equality in um in housing so like it i think we talk about these prominent women again because they're either great political figures Mm -hmm. or they're known for something they're known for one thing so like dolly parton being an amazing singer songwriter Mm -hmm. but then donating this money and i think there's so many of us out there who are fighting for equality and equity for all women in our areas in our um in the areas we work every day. So I think that's a really important thing to think about. Like, yes, if, if you are fighting for feminism, whoever you are, you can do it where you are with what you're passionate about. Yeah. I definitely feel like the core is a grassroots movement. Like, yes, we do have these, these benchmarks and these, these uh, figures made strides, but somewhere they started and right. so don't ever feel oh there's nothing I can impact can I have but it starts small it starts in your ankle it starts by maybe calling out that's maybe um, not, not not the best that a family member says or it's ascribing to more inclusive media or something like that it starts small but as you grow change ripples out so you have to start with yourself first right and then there you can start with your inner circle and then it will bubble and you may think your little impact is not going to do much but think about it this way you create a ripple your your inner circle 
they do the work, they do the ripple to their outer circle. It's going growing. Those ripples are contagious and they will grow and they will cause change and um, impact. Yourselves. Never just say, I can never make any change. I'm this little person because the little changes help snowball into the big changes and things like that. Absolutely. Well, friends, thank you for out today. Thank you, Natalie, guest host ever. Uh, Thanks me for and Natalie me. since 2018? 2018? 2018? Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Somewhere in there. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so five years, Morgan. Goodness. That's a good, that's a good joke of friendship. I love that. Um, she was one of the first people I called when I decided to start this podcast, start this crazy idea. Um, I'm going to record my thoughts and I'm going to put them out into the world. Probably no one's going to listen. <laughs> Here we are, episode 20. I, uh, at the morning, I've had almost 100 listens which blows my little brain that uh, people are listening. Yay. Uh, I have had someone in the UK listen, which I'm a little old to think that someone, not only the state of Texas has um, but out of continental US <laughs> has listened to my thoughts and my ramblings. That blows my mind, but when you have those core people, like my friend Natalie, take the leap. It makes it easier to make the change because you always going to be, she's going to tell me when I'm wrong. I don't like it, but she's going <laughs> to, but she's also here. Courage and up reassure me when I'm the imposter syndrome at that moment or just need to vent so I don't yell at somebody in my so find yourself uh, you can't have her she's mine <laughs> she is going to be back with us for uh, next week's episode is called one and a half fundamental rights um, I love a good title um we're gonna be talking about the implication row falling kind of where we stand right now things like that but do you have any other thoughts feelings before we wrap things natalie no i just wanted to say thank you so much morgan for having me on and hello everybody uh thanks for listening until next time have a great day bye-bye